Welcome to the EU podcast. In this edition, we have Professor Joanna Cavallo, a member of the EAU Guidelines Panel for Sexual and Reproductive Health, discussing psychology in the management of male sexual dysfunction. What has psychological science added to the field of male sexual dysfunction? Not many decades ago, male sexual problems were approached from a purely organic perspective. Psychological science gave men a social, emotional and interpersonal context where their sexuality is shaped. As such, we provided the male sexual dysfunction area with theoretical and empirically validated models on psychosocial vulnerabilities for sexual dysfunction, and therefore we provided new venues for clinical interventions as well as the possibility to complement existing medical interventions. One special area that we have been approaching regards the issues on sexual performance anxiety and how high unrealistic expectations regarding male sexual function impacts male sexuality, including sexual dysfunctions and adjustment to medical conditions. We are now aware that many cultural standards are learned throughout men's life, but also women's life or partner's life, and have a major impact intersecting with personality and cognitive factors and triggering psychological vulnerabilities for male sexual dysfunction. Which specific problems are generally approached in the psychological clinical setting? Male sexual dysfunction, with a major focus on erectile difficulties, but also premature ejaculation, are often approached. Yet, as the psychological field receives more attention, teams working in the field of chronic diseases, physical disabilities, oncology or infertility are extending their work to the psychological processes involved in the adjustment to disease and adversity. So, we not only approach sexual functioning per se, but also the contexts that surround men and that somehow will have a role promoting not only sexual functioning, but also sexual and relationship well-being and quality of life. This is getting more important every day as individuals live longer and the focus is less on what men cannot do sexually and more on what men can do to achieve a satisfying sexual and emotional life. Besides the clinical approaches, does psychological science target other forms of intervention? Psychology has extended to the field of clinical sexology with a strong focus on the treatment of sexual dysfunction. Yet, we can see the emergence of new approaches much more connected to political and social goals. This includes, for example, the recognition of sexual outlets such as sexual pleasure as a sexual right or the universal access to sexual health care. This has been possible because the concept of sexual health has extended far beyond the organic issues and now includes concepts such as beliefs, justice or equality. The fusion between the organic and the psychosocial components can actually change the way we approach human sexuality in general and sexual dysfunction in particular. Are there any emerging topics on the intersection of psychology and male sexual health? 
Oncosexology is gaining increased attention in the psychology and sexology field as the European political strategy for science targets cancer as a priority area, we are very much aware of the need to extend our skills and to develop new knowledge in the field of oncosexology. Research is emerging especially on topics such as prostate cancer and associated treatments. Some proposals for psychological interventions aim at promoting the emotional, relationship and sexuality adjustment to prostate cancer after medical treatments are already on the horizon. Additionally, the benefits of using digital tools to deliver sexology interventions are also gaining more attention. We don't have much data at the moment, but we expect to have empirical evidence and preliminary guidelines on how to design and implement sexology interventions through the internet so that we can achieve a higher number of patients or even stigmatized groups. What is the role of scientific and professional societies in the promotion of biopsychosocial approach to male sexual problems? The field of human sexuality is characterized by a strong multidisciplinary nature. Medical societies targeting sexual and reproductive health have been very open to the inputs of other clinical specialties, especially those from the social sciences. After the World Health Organization definition of sexual health in 2006 as a state of physical, emotional, mental and social well-being in relation to sexuality, not merely the absence of disease, scientific and professional societies working in the sexual dysfunction domains have tried to incorporate a multidisciplinary view that translates into the merging of the biological, psychological and social dimensions in the evaluation and treatments of sexual problems. Society's dissemination work has been crucial to change the way we conceptualize sexual problems and therefore the way we intervene and promote sexual health. This has been particularly important regarding men's sexual problems. While there's been scientific and political movements against the strong and exclusive medicalization of female sexuality, men did not have that kind of attention, and that is probably the result of existing myths and stigmas regarding male sexual functioning and behavior. Therefore, to incorporate psychological lens in the medical approach to male sexual problems is, in my view, a sign of innovation and also professional responsibility. Thank you for joining Professor Cavallo for this episode of EAU Podcast on Psychology in the Management of Male Sexual Dysfunction. For further information on the EAU guidelines on sexual and reproductive health, please visit our website www.euroweb.org forward slash guidelines. Further podcasts will be posted regularly on EAU guidelines topics. For more EAU podcasts, please go to your favourite podcast app and subscribe to our EAU podcast channel for regular updates.